0: Actually, Dr. Rye, yeah, may I start with a question while they're working on that? Yeah, you ahead. go ahead. Thank you. So, I one of the things that intrigued me about the alliance in ECOG studies is the idea about discontinuation of therapy in the patients who are 17p deleted. I know that's been an issue um, that the clinical trial designers have been working on, and it's actually something that we come across in our practices every day. I want to hear what the panel's thoughts are on that.
1: Do you want to handle Jennifer?
2: Jennifer? Uh, sure. Is, is your question regarding whether we should allow patients who are 17P deleted to discontinue therapy? Is that? Yes. Yeah. With so, the venetoclaxis yeah, or the so I think or what you're getting at in is. In in the, uh, ECOG study for younger patients, 17P deletion isn't allowed because of the concern that that might not be appropriate in those patients. Where in the Alliance trial, 17P deleted patients are allowed. Um, My personal opinion is, I don't know that it is not appropriate to discontinue patients with 17P deletion. um, Primarily because we know that people who, most people who relapse after these therapies do so by a acquiring mutations, and mutations are acquired only while you're on drug. Patients with 17p deletion are more likely to develop mutations than those without those. So I actually think that time off drug in those 17p deleted patients would probably be a good thing. Um, That being said, I have seen very few people with 17p deletion, at least in the relapse setting, who actually come off of any of these Therapies, Even like venetoclax, rituximab, for the Murano trial, you would stop therapy after two years. And I don't very often see patients with 17-P deletion make it to two years before they relapse.
1: Neil?
3: Yeah, it's a really complicated question, Rick. Thanks for asking it. Um, I I think we're at the stage now where, uh, while you can't target individual patients with uh, therapies that you know will um, be... Useful uh, generation after generation that is as the clone evolves. For 17P, I would agree with Jennifer that likely, and I think that's what you, you're hinting at, we're going to see clonal evolution. I think it's important that we assess the clonal architecture uh, of these individuals almost from the get-go uh, as they walk onto the trial. And if there's a subclone, uh, usually that's the, that is going to evolve. And when that individual relapses we should be poised to restudy that clone and to understand the pathways that clone might be using and in order to treat them better. Now, that's kind of the future, but I think it's within our wheelhouse to be doing this. For the 17P patients, they're at higher risk, but I, I think, clonal, I think uh, pressure of therapy will drive that uh, faster, so I would also argue that you can take them off therapy. We also, and my final point about this is that for 17P patients, is complicated. We have shown uh, with Nit and Jane several years ago that even at presentation with 17P, there's a cohort of individuals that do very well. They don't always progress, um, and they may go for years. So um, I would say that uh, we, um, we need to start thinking individually about each patient and what their clone looks like as they walk onto the trial. I think that would help us a lot. Well,
1: uh, there is... The 17p and TP53 is more frequently seen in previously treated patients than in Absolutely. frontline. But John, do you have any different opinion about this?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I think I echo many of the statements that have been and been spoken. I mean, I think it's a it's a complicated uh, question. I don't know if we have an absolute answer. I, I do think that this represents a group of patient population that um, you know you don't want to lose control of their disease potentially and and so I think we really need to be looking at these things prospectively and really understanding what is happening to these and, and looking at these subgroups if not doing specific studies for them asking these very specific questions so there's power and there's really understanding because it's such a rare kind of entity especially in frontline treatments where we're starting to to use these drugs up front so I think okay. uh, we need to understand it we better. can have
1: one more question if not coffee break thank you